This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Well, welcome back to the Ops Authority Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here for episode number 23, where we're going to be talking all about business accomplishments. And this is such an important practice. I know when you get to the end of the month, the end of the quarter, or even the end of the year, we are always looking back in reflection. And that reflection brings up so much negativity. So today we're gonna flip the script and I'm gonna share with you the framework that I use. I'll tell you how I created it. And now you're gonna have another tool in your toolkit that you can use to really look and analyze at the great things that you're doing by being a small business owner. When I talk about flipping the script, we're gonna be talking positive here. So we're not gonna be looking back with the quote, I wishes statements, because that's what we naturally do. We are flipping the script. We are upping our game. We are going to get rid of the I wishes. The reality is that we all have accomplishments every single day, every week, every month, and certainly every quarter. And sadly, it's easier for us to reflect on what we didn't get done, how we failed, what we wish we would have done, what we didn't get started at, right? Like that's what we usually do. That's what I see business owners and partners and friends and colleagues, when they look back, they start to just kind of hang their head, their shoulders droop. So even that physical, that outward signal is telling us that when they look back, they're not proud of what they've done. So today I'm gonna share my accomplishments framework so that you can create this for yourself. I would love for this to be a standard process that you include at the end of every single month. And so take this moment right now, hop into your calendar and reserve one day of the month that you're going to do this activity. I would give yourself 30 minutes to get that done. And if you don't want to do this monthly, I would tell you it's a must quarterly. This is power for you. And I'm going to talk you through that as we go forward. You're also going to want to put this in a tool that you can build upon. So maybe this is going to be in a spreadsheet, Trello, which is my favorite tool, or Asana, or even just a simple running document. What I want for you, the reason I want this to be in a tool is so that you can reflect beyond what this week, this month, this quarter looks like. And there's so much power in this exercise, because as you can tell, if we have multiple touch points and multiple captures over a year, when you put this together annually, wow, you are now going to be standing up with that crown on top of your head, right? You're not going to have those shoulders slouching forward, feeling like the I wish statements that I was saying earlier. So don't minimize this exercise, please. Even if it's new to you, just try it. Let me know how you feel once you get it done just one time. Before we get started and we dive into this framework, I kind of want to walk down memory lane with you. Remember that I spent 15 years in corporate America. Well, in corporate, the dreaded performance assessment is done every single year in most cases. And in my case, we were instructed to write our own self-assessments before we handed those off to our leaders or our managers, and then they provided their input. 
And you want to know where the power is in this? Like at first, I know people like grumbled about it in corporate because it was like, it was so hard to do. And it's hard for many reasons, which I'm going to talk about. I used to try to help people flip the switch and say, there's actually so much power for us to be able to write this before our manager does. And the managers, they never remember all of our accomplishments. So if we just give it to them to do, they're naturally going to do the human thing. And that's to pull out our failures, our struggles, what we have done to cause them stress. And that's because it's easier to recall failures for everybody. So I wish I could change that wiring. Just like, that's just the, that's one of the things that's just so deep to me, because I think if we come at this negatively, that's where the confidence, the imposter, and lots of that mindset work that all of us battle come from. So back on script, (laughs) nonetheless, as I built out our company's mentoring program for over 30,000 people, there were two processes that I put in that were different than what we were researching from the industry norms. And I put these processes in to assist the mentees in the process that we're talking about right now, which is accomplishment tracking. The first thing that I did in corporate, these two changes that I did, the first one was to update your assessment monthly. So when I first began this podcast today, I was saying, yep, you want to do this monthly. Don't wait, don't wait, don't wait. And at the very least, do this quarterly. What happens if you skip a quarter? Ooh, so heavy. What happens if you skip two quarters? It's going to be really, really hard. So it's just too hard to reflect back on something that happened 12 months ago. You're naturally going to remember the recent and not the past. And so the height of the accomplishment that you felt maybe in January by December or September, anytime after that, it's going to have drifted. So then it runs the risk of not even making the list at all. Something that you were so proud about, so you felt like you really contributed to a bigger purpose in January, the thought of that not coming up at all on an annual review, it hurt me. And that's why I really, it it became a practice where every single person did this on a monthly basis. The second and the other process that I did was to document your accomplishments before your failures. Hence, the reason this podcast is making a debut right now. Who knew? (laughs) Who knew the work I was doing in corporate would transfer later on in life? But accomplishments before failures. There's always going to be opportunities. There's always going to be failures. But there's always going to be accomplishments and successes too. So one doesn't weigh heavier than the other. Of course, the failures seem to take up a lot more brain space because they drain us. And that's where we spend so much self-reflection. So I want to flip the script once again and focus on the accomplishments. And a lot of this work comes from the work that I did with Gallup and StrengthsFinders. That work of focusing on your strengths and diving into your strengths, building upon your strengths versus focusing on your gaps and your opportunities, that's where accomplishment before failures, that's where that impressed me and is now a part of this framework. So if we can reflect on what makes us feel accomplished, it's gonna give us a roadmap for development. So if you wanna further in something, instead of looking at where your gaps are, look at where you naturally are gifted, where you have brought success, where other people have recognized your strengths, and let's build more of that. As a small business owner, and especially in the online space, we are not absent of 
all the different ways that we can build a business. And the last thing I want you to do is to copy somebody else. But the way to know, I get people all the time who are asking like, I could do this, this or this, A, B or C, which should I do? And of course, I can't singularly answer that. But if I could look at an accomplishment document and see what filled them up, what other people saw as value, where they showed up and it became easy for them, I want them to go down that path. It's going to be so much easier for them and the reward is going to be big just emotionally and maybe even financially. So let's do more of that. I'm not saying that failures don't, won't, or shouldn't happen, but staying in your zone and what I'm calling zone today is where you're getting those accomplishments, what you're doing to generate success. That's something that's going to provide longevity in the business, in your self-esteem, and definitely in the confidence realm. So let's kick this off. I've placed this framework into a document so that you can download it for yourself. Go to theopsauthority.com forward slash accomplishments and grab that. Download it today so that you can keep this. And then, like I said earlier, put it in the tool of your choice. So there are two themes of accomplishments that I'm going to want you to look at. One is feelings-based and one is facts-based. And another way to look at that is like subjective or objective. And it's always natural to go straight to the numbers or the facts, like revenue, your profits, your launch successes, maybe even conversion rates. There are so many like data metrics out there, which totally matter. I'm not dogging those. I want you to have those. That's why we talk about dashboards a whole lot. But that's actually only going to be a third of the framework that I'm walking you through today. I'm going to start by discussing the other side, which is that subjective accomplishment. This is more of the feelings-based. So number one, we're looking at satisfaction here. What is the best thing that someone else has said about you or your service in the past month? What is the best compliment that you've received? When we're looking at satisfaction, what have you done to create that satisfaction? So this could come in the form of a testimonial. This could come in the form of a referral. I want you to capture that. Put it down in writing. No, we do not want to keep this up in our head because guess what? Negativity will cloud out that great feeling you had when someone said something so kind about your service or yourself. Number two, what is your proudest accomplishment of the month? This doesn't have to be tied to numbers. This could be breaking through a thought pattern that you've had. This could be had the courage to make a hard decision. What is the proudest accomplishment that you made in this month. Number three, who is the biggest champion of your work? This may be the same person that left you that testimonial that we were talking about in number one, but think bigger than that. Who is championing your work so hard right now? I'm going to give a shout out to one of the director of operations who have come through my program earlier in the year, but she has been a huge champion of my work. She talks about me in her Instagram stories. She gives me shout outs. She thanks me publicly. She's a huge champion of my work. She is sending future director of operations to me. If I were to write this today, I would say that Teresa Beretta is the biggest champion of my work right now. So just take the second to do that. And you know why you want to do this? You've built this. You've invested in that relationship and they are helping you to achieve your goals. That's a huge accomplishment and one that would likely fly off the radar. It's just the kind of thing that won't bubble to the top of your list. 
but I'm going to make it with the accomplishment framework. So <laughs> don't skip it. Alrighty. Number four, who did you contribute to and how? This is so big. And I know for a lot of us who are service-based providers and developers of talent, teachers, leaders, this piece of us is so vital and so important. So who did you contribute to? Who did you guide, mentor, lead? Did you give away a free session? Did you attend a summit and support a friend? How have you contributed this month? Or did you volunteer somewhere? That's another way to look at how you contributed. Number five. What has this role provided for your family? And I'm thinking outside of money because that's going to be more fact-based. This is more feeling-based. So we're thinking more freedom, more time, your weekends, maybe it's vacations. If I were asking this to myself, I would say that this right now is providing me the ability to be at every single one of my son's baseball and basketball games. That's huge for me. That probably falls under the bucket of time, but that's one of the biggest motivators to me because I'm all about building a legacy and using my business to be able to do that. And so I want you to take a minute and really write down what this is giving you. Is this giving you the ability to work out? Is this giving you the ability to take your daughter or your aging parent to doctor's appointments? What is this role giving you right now, giving your family or maybe you personally? A lot of us come into the small business realm and take on the risk of entrepreneurship because we're desiring this. We couldn't get this out of corporate. So I want you to take a second and just give yourself a pat on your back for this accomplishment. I know I could not have been at every single game if I was in my previous corporate executive role. Number six, what new skill are you learning or have you accomplished? Is there a competency that you are building right now? Earlier in the year, I was really looking into Facebook ads. I knew I wasn't going to execute them myself, but it's a skill I really just, I wanted to know. I wanted to learn the process behind it. So what is something that you're doing? It doesn't necessarily have to be a course. It could be something that you're just implementing on your own. It could be being really diligent about showing up on Instagram stories or whatever it may be. But what skill are you doing or building right now? Number seven, what decision have you recently made to move your business forward? These are the things that give us a lot of fear, so much fear. Some ideas that may help you jog your memory are, have you made an investment, an investment in time? Are you time blocking? Did you bring on a new hire? Have you said yes to a new project? What decision have you recently made that is going to move your business forward? Even if it's really small, ladies, I promise you, you're going to forget a small decision later in the year, later in the quarter. Document it now because there is so much power in remembering that you had decisive power to move your business forward. Number eight, the last of the subjective piece here. What risks have you taken? Wow, this is heavy. What risk have you taken? Maybe they're financial risk. Maybe their decision risk, maybe their product risk. What risks have you taken? This is going to allow you to reflect on the accomplishment of courage. It takes courage every single day to run these businesses. And I want you to have this documented. All right. 
Now we're going to get into that fact-based place where you're probably going to want to dig through some data to pull this out. Some of these are going to be on a dashboard, but a lot of these aren't. And I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little different twist on this because I think it's fun to look at accomplishments in a less mundane way than a dashboard. So the fact-based questions I'm going to ask you. All right. Dollars, revenue, profits, that's all definitely fact-based. So from a success or from an accomplishment, what are you giving yourself financially? That's why we're in business. So what has it looked like over this last month or quarter? I'm going to gamify this for you because you could pull that straight off of your profit and loss sheet, but I want to make this fun. So why don't we look at the most money you've made in one day? and write that down. What's your highest revenue month this quarter? What's the highest profitability that you've had? Look at it this way. I think that makes it so much more fun than just that opening up that P&L and copying one cell and putting it on this other. No, I don't want you to do that. I want you to make this exciting and fun and really look at this with that sense of joy, that sense of pleasure. And I know opening that P&L is not always all that much fun. <laughs> Alrighty, the second thing in the fact-based realm is impact. What impact is this profession, this role, this job giving you? What kind of money are you contributing to your family? How many people have you helped? Are you using this to give back to your community? Maybe you're tithing, at, you're using this to tithe to your church. Maybe this you're using this job to be able to give you time freedom to volunteer in your community. And maybe it's debt. I know that's a huge thing for me is really paying down debt. And this is the vehicle for me to do that. Alrighty, we're going to move into something that you've probably not done, but we're going to have a specific episode on this later in the year. I want you to start looking at your clients and your products as case studies. So to do a case study, you're going to want to track something or somebody all the way through. So you're going to want to gather facts and information. You're going to watch the transformation because ultimately, I believe we're all selling transformation. Get a case study. Imagine the power you could have in messaging to your people and the confidence you get by knowing exactly what you bring to people. You can do this in a case study form, and I challenge you to do that. I'll tell you all the specifics of how to do that later, but you can start doing it right now just by interviewing somebody that you have helped over the last quarter. The last thing is project or product success. So it's likely over the course of a quarter and definitely over the year that you've put something new into the market. You have run a launch. You have run a challenge. You've done something like that. So Facts are easy to gain by this. How much money did you make? Did you grow your list? If you did, by how much? What were the conversion numbers like? All of that good stuff. Look at the successes of those. Even if a challenge brings you 100 leads and you are expecting 1,000 leads, guys, that's success. That's 100 more people than you had. So, oh my goodness, please do not forget to only look at those successes of the risk that you take. When I say risk, I mean every time we put something new into the marketplace, that's a big risk. 
All right, so those are the 12 different pieces of the accomplishments framework from the Ops Authority. I hope that you take a few minutes to make sure you get all of that out, and then more importantly, you track it every single quarter. Just imagine how you'd feel if you documented this every quarter, and get this, This is a killer idea. I think you would absolutely get so much pleasure from. But if you took four quarterly documents, you put them together, and then you're only looking at all the successes over an entire year. It's kind of like a business holiday card to yourself. Now, when I think about vision boards and all those other things that give you a lot of positive and uplifting feelings, there's nothing that compares to seeing what you've actually done. The dreams are great. The visions are wonderful. They're the basis of my work. But seeing how your hard work day in and day out actually come to life and putting that and displaying that up, that's massive. I really hope that you'll do that. So with every episode of the Ops Authority podcast, I like to give you guys an ops activity of the week like operations activity for your business. This is a great way to create action in your business as well as making these podcasts purposeful. I don't just wanna be your friend in your ear while you're folding laundry. I wanna actually help you make strategic progress in your business by using operations. So when you finish listening today or folding your clothes or whatever you're doing right now, I want you to download the accomplishments framework by going to theopsauthority.com forward slash accomplishments. Bonus points if you publish them in our private group, which you can access by going to opsinsiders.com. All right, ladies, don't delay. Get your accomplishments drafted, and I can't wait to see them. I hope you guys have a fantastic week and looking forward to seeing all the good stuff you've done this quarter. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.